Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey Bertie, it is episode 117. 117! Yeah! I can't believe it's actually that, that long. That is 117 weeks. That's crazy. Yes. Absolutely crazy. Um, and here we are, still going strong. Yeah. Um, and today, here I am, still sitting in the craft chair while you got the fancy chair. Oh, I got a new fancy chair. We're going to be talking about that today. And we're also going to be talking about basic life skills. That you should know. That and that your kids should know. Yeah. And that people that are going to college should know. Yeah. <laughs> if you have kids and they're going to college or if they're leaving the house or even if they're quite young and you want to think about the life skills that they need... Have yes. a listen uh, to what we were talking about. Um, we had that, and I think we talked a little bit about St. Patrick's, did we? Yeah, a bit of football. We had um, a waffle yeah. game, which turned out to be a quiz, and we couldn't find out the answers. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, so we don't know how it went. That was very funny. Actually, yeah, listen on and, and see how, uh, yeah, how badly we did. Feel free to tell us in the comments on Spotify how crap we done. Please do. And we, we tagged a hell of a lot of people. Some Longford uh, GAA players. Yes. Uh, some people we went to school with. Uh, <laughs> and what teachers they might be. Yeah, find out if you were involved in that um will we name this name episode? episode okay okay i'm going to give you my name Let's and i think it. i think this is going to win today uh i would like to name it make sure to wrap your banana <laughs> <laughs> i was going to name it uh post malone's niece oh that's good as well yeah oh yeah what was her name again ah don't ruin it no okay 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 uh right which one do you want to go with i know um sometimes you need a good rodden so, oh <laughs> yeah, I like that too. Sometimes you need a good rodden. Yeah, will we go with that? I don't mind. What do you want to do? <laughs> I kind of like make sure to wrap your banana. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, so episode one one seven. Oh, am I getting it this week? Go on, we may as well. Yeah. Okay. So sorry, cue me up again. Go, sorry, okay. go, 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 go. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. Okay. Episode one one seven. Oh, make sure to wrap your banana. I love that song. Yes, it is. 117. <laughs> I love that song. I love that song. I love it. Yeah. It's getting, getting a bit old now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. I love that song. Listen to the solo. Yeah. Little did you know there was See, a guitar uh, solo. Lady Gaga has um, released, unreleased songs and unreleased under her real name. What's her real name? Bambi Thug, is it? Melody <laughs> <laughs> ah. Truffle, I don't know. Melody <laughs> Truffle. Um, you've something to say, do you? Yes, I am um, a year older than episode 116. Oh, I thought you were going to do your... Hello, everybody. Oh, sorry, that, that's news. Yeah. But, um, thanks for saying happy birthday. Um, happy birthday, Bertie. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> you're one year older. So you're now the same age as me. You're 38. Yes. Going on 39. But you are in your 39th year of existence. Yeah, I'm a little bit older than you. Yeah, you're older. Yeah. I always knew I was. But we were in the same year in school. Why was that your parents wanted to get rid of you quicker Well, than you me? were the actual age for that year, and I was young for that year. Yeah, your parents were sick of you, basically. Yeah, get me out of his. On that poster, fucking trim. 
way with you. No, it's down the road to the primary school. Oh, you're in Boardsmill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, uh, <coughs> let's get ready. <coughs> testing, testing. Hello, everybody. Uh, oh, no, that was too high. Hang on. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Oh, such a pro. <laughs> such a pro. It is episode 117. Yes, it 117. is. 117. So, I uh, hope you listened to last week's episode, 116. Did I listen to it? Uh, no, I don't think I did, actually. Oh. Uh, no, I did. Of course, of course I did. did. Of course I Can did. Can you remember what we talked about? No. Uh, it was something to do with, was it Irish sayings or something? <laughs> yes. Uh, you didn't realise that was this, the topic. Don't worry, I haven't blindsided you um, this week. What was the actual topic that we talked about before that? What was it? It was uh, customer service and Irish sayings. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Customer service. That's what it was. Customer service week. Yeah. Johnny Blueface. Oh, yeah. That's it as well. Uh, what a week. Um, last week, I'll tell you about my weekend, first of all, will I? Or how was your weekend, Bertie? <laughs> Go on. You tell me about well, yours. last week everything was rosy on the Anfield Road end. This week, not so rosy. <sighs> Are we going to just start talking about it? This is going to be the whole podcast now, isn't it? Clump, clump, clump. It's clump, uh, he's clump. not gone yet. Have he's, a relax. He's clumped away. He's it's he's not gone yet. And at the same time, he could still change his mind. No. And if he doesn't, I know he said no, but no, you never rewrite somebody. <laughs> Good point. Yeah, no, that is a good point, actually. Um, but at the same time, like, he's not an ex-girlfriend. He's he's the manager of one of the biggest football teams on the planet. Yes. There's a good chance. No, there's not. There's a chance that he could say, oh, I sure might just stick around for the year. Ferguson did it. Yeah, but um, I suppose he thinks the project is now starting fresh. And if he's ran out of energy, if he's running to the end of his line, how can he give us all to a new project, which basically Liverpool is now this year? Hmm. Sounds like excuses to me. He wants to spend time with the family. Um, do Jabby uh, Alonso? Yes, it's it's it has to be, doesn't it? It really has to be Jabby Alonso. The Alonso's. stars are aligning. Yeah. Well, are they though? Well, the he seems to be a better manager than CVG, isn't he? Oh well, you couldn't have Stephen Gerrard in there, yeah. But like you know, it's funny because you could be a shit player and a great manager, yeah. and you could be a great player and a shit manager, and you can be a decent player and a decent manager. Yeah. You know, but it doesn't necessarily mean just because you're a great player that you're going to be a great manager. Roy Keane. And you see, <laughs> do you know what Zabby has that CVG doesn't have? Sexy face. About playing with other teams in, under different managers in different countries and yeah. learning stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are do we going to go down the Jabby Alonso rabbit hole? You you realise that Jabby Alonso played football in Kells? Yeah, I know that. Also that uh, his and dad like it, was a coach. I, I like his face. Yeah, his face is class. And and the way he passes a football. Did you see him when I think it was in Real Madrid in the Champions League final and he was wearing a suit and sunglasses? Oh, yeah. I took off the sunglasses. <laughs> what a ride. Um, so, come here to me. He's pretty much a, he's a Meath man. Yeah. He, he is. He could be the next Bond. He, he could be the next <laughs> Bond. <laughs> he could be president of Ireland if he wants to be. Or Spain, for that matter. Um, so, how was actually your weekend? Never mind the Liverpool stuff. Let's get yeah, away from so it. So, Meath were back in National Football League. Um, uh, activity on Saturday. Right. Uh, they're playing for Mana in Park T in Navin. Right. Uh, so on to that. And did they win or lose? They drew. What? Yeah, but they should have won. So they were player up with about six minutes to go. They had four attacks and they didn't score. Mm. And the, the game was tied. Mickey Burke playing? No. No, no. Mickey Burke. He's gone the far side. Yeah, he's retired. He uh, did uh, manage uh, and, and fair play to him at 200 appearance in the green and gold of Mead uh, for the hurlers two weeks ago. So fair play. They played down in the Kyo Cup in uh, in Longwood in his home club. He yeah. clapped onto the pitch and he got a little presentation afterwards. That's nice. I saw that in his Instagram. Yes. Yeah, friend of the show. I think we're allowed to say that. Boy, Mick. he was only here once, but um, did uh, oh, a friend of the show. Yeah, absolutely. Did um, did down uh, beat me? Yes, they did. They did. Go on down. Yeah, up that, down. That's that's <laughs> my that's my county. Um, and come here to me. Can I tell you something about my week last week? Oh, well, I wasn't finished, but go on. Okay, well, we'll go on then. Sorry, you had... Yeah, no, just uh, we went uh, down to Carlo, Longford, uh, uh, oh, third yeah. round of the Little National Football League, Division 4, playing and we drew a Carlo. You're playing in the Milk Isle this week. Good. The Milk Isle. The Milk Isle. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I remember we were playing in Little. Um, yeah, and you drew. So I, w I was kind of keeping yeah. an eye on your Instagram. and Lots of draws. It w or was it your Instagram? It was your Instagram, your yeah. story. And it was like you were up... Uh, at the start of the match, yeah. half time you were up as well, yeah. and then it came back. They started drawing, yeah, and then had a purple patch in the second half. To be fair, it scored like one two before mm. we kicked into gear again. Yeah, uh, pressure free from Neve to draw the game, and then we did have a free nearly the last kick of the game. But the ref, he'd rather the ref say this is the last play, or you have ten or twenty seconds. Yeah, just so you know, and like played it short, passed it in. The ref blew the whistle. If you knew 
but the ref wouldn't tell you like yeah uh, you could have just lobbed it in or actually went for it because I'm pretty confident the player who was taking that free could have pinged that over the bar but you just needed the confidence alright give me some names of, of some of the Longford stars that I'm going to be watching out for that. who's it Neve what Fahey you know <laughs> no, uh, Neve Brady. She's a free taker. Plays full forward. Hey, Neve. She scored scored a bit now in all three games. Very good. I say she's probably maybe top five in the scores uh, in Division Four. To be fair. No way. For yeah, she's, she scored a nice bit in all the games. So Neve's the, the Longford star. Yeah. Fair play. Claude Alone played well as well. She scored a good no. Uh, Gray scored a goal actually. Sorry. What's your name? Claude Alone. Claude Alone. Aww. <laughs> she all alone. Claude Alone. Yeah. Um. She's uh, she's a niece of Post. <laughs> yes I love it well hello ladies and uh, fair play to you um, good uh, a decent result on, on was it Saturday or Sunday Sunday Sunday, Sunday. Um, long trip down to just a li- little bit more effort needed the now next driver week. drove very very slowly in the way home oh did he oh god <laughs> it was one of those drives we weren't home until 20 past 8 <coughs> oh, right. I wasn't home until 20 past 9 oh my god that's a long and Sunday I left the house it? at 20 past 8 We've a Sunday off this week, and then we're back out the following week, which is the eleventh. Uh, away to Limerick, right? So another long away spin. to Limerick. Oh God! Yeah. You may stay down there. Go down the Saturday and chill out down there. Make an evening of it. Yeah. Take the missus away. Get the receipt. Send it to the county. That's <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> down to uh, what's it? Cobblestone Cobbles Joe's yeah. lovely spot. Well, down there. you never know when we find out where the pitch is. What we might do. There you go. Yeah. There's a sexy weekend in Limerick land. <laughs> <laughs> not Limerick City, though. Limerick City is a bit. Uh, that's not saying anything about it. Um, I had a good stag party there down in, in Limerick. At the weekend? Uh, Limerick. No, it was oh. last year. Um, uh, Rob Matthews, friend of the podcast. Oh. It was his stag party, went to Limerick. One of our many bike men. It was actually during COVID. It was an interesting one now going in a, a, oh. a stag party during COVID. Because like the the pubs were closed at a certain time, oh, right. and so we were like hammering drinking oh, to us because we exciting. knew, yeah, <laughs> we're just getting absolutely mouldy because at like eleven o'clock everything was stopping, no right. nightclubs, nothing. There was nothing oh. like that. So I, I just hammering drinking to us, and then back go? back to the oh grand. Anybody get COVID? <laughs> no, actually, I don't think. No, oh. no, no, no. Wicked hangovers, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was a great weekend actually. In fairness, um, my week last week, I was in uh, our old secondary school. I was in Boyne Community School. Oh, to do a little thing in you. Um, I was in Boyne Community School uh, examining Leaving Cert and Junior Cert oh. music papers. Yeah. Um, you? You're not going to take a video of me, are you? Uh, eventually, I will. <laughs> um, and it was a really surreal experience walking back through the school. Um, there's only about three teachers that we knew that are still there now. Oh. Um, so Miss Barron is still there. Shout out to Miss yeah, Barron. Yeah, Obviously, Miss O'Connor, Ms. O'Connor's there. That, that's who I was kind of... Oh, um, I didn't Yeah, no, she, I was kind of emailing her and we, we she made the contact with me about coming okay. in because um, I know her quite well. And then um, Mr. Garrity. Oh, Miss Garrity's still there. Dunica's still there, yeah. Um, so that, and that's it. They're all young teachers. They're younger than I am. Um, oh my God. <laughs> they're all little kids, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, but it was very strange walking in, and there was a, a load of teenagers calling it, me sir. Well, sir, is the secretary still there? Uh, no, different secretary. Oh, different secretary. Yeah, 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 different. Um, uh, but she, she's an older lady, lovely lady, um, and she let me in every morning, and oh. you know, made sure my guard of and was up to date before I walked into the building. <laughs> um, but it was just really strange walking in and having a classroom. And people calling you sir yeah. and wearing the same uniform. I was, uh, very strange. I, I was back once around uh, 20, 20, 20, no, before that, uh, 2008 maybe. Right, okay. So when I was doing the fitness course, we had this project to do like about design, because it was leisure management, about design of halls and all that. Right. So I emailed them so you could go in and take like measurements of the halls, photos of the hall, and say what kind of hall it was and the way it was built, etc. Mm-hmm. And like that, you're walking through and little fuckheads calling you sir. Yeah. And then oh, one was giving you grief. <laughs> I think I remember turning around and said, I'm not a teacher, so I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I would punch you straight then, in your face. Then he was like, and then you walked away. <laughs> he just said nothing. <laughs> um, it, would, would you go back and do something uh, teaching-wise? I always wanted to be a teacher. Yeah, yeah. A geography yeah. teacher is what I wanted to be. Oh, really? But unfortunately, You'd make a good geography teacher, actually, looking at you. Unfortunately, the, the stars didn't highlight for that particular career path. So. Too stupid. Uh, no, I I done all right. Jungfu, yeah. Remember, we done honor Jungfu. Yeah, yeah, I did yeah, it too. Yeah. I fa- failed it horrifically. Was no, not not in the leaving, but just oh, right. in general, it was not a good result. And I kind of liked it. And um, what's your favorite feature? Oxbow Lake. <laughs> no, I fucking love an Oxbow Lake. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I would have liked to have been a geography teacher actually as well. Yeah. P.I.P. and music. That would have been my two. I think um, uh, me being good at surveying when I've done the civil engineering had a lot to do with liking geography. Oh, really? About like laid land and things like that and taking uh, levels and stuff. So. Oh, yeah, I suppose, yeah. That would have been a good yeah. good little fit for you, I'd say. Yeah. Well, look, there's still time. I, I can talk to Mr. Connor and see <laughs> <laughs> if we can get you in for some geography cover classes. Uh, well, I kind of work teach, teacher hours at the moment. I work eight to four, so... <laughs> okay, I'm going gi- to I'm gonna give you some some friends of ours, right? Okay. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get you to place them into whatever role in the school you think they would fit best, what teacher they would fit best. Are you ready? Okay, okay so Mickey Burke, what's he teaching? He's the PE teacher. <laughs> Come on, now. would you give him a subject? He has to take two. Oh, he has to take two. Yeah, yeah, you have to take two. He's got, so he's got PE sorted. He'd be a la- hilarious home ec teacher, wouldn't he? Mm. <laughs> I can see him doing that. I, either either that or woodwork. Oh yeah, maybe woodwork. See yeah. him being, being a woodwork teacher. Yeah. Um, all right, Paul Caress. I don't know. He just looked like a French teacher. <laughs> 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 he does look like a French teacher, actually. Yeah, I give the glasses and the hair. Yeah, yeah, French, <laughs> French and te- technology, maybe. Oh yeah, IT, yeah, IT, information technology. Yeah, I can just imagine him there, and if it stops working, just turn it off, turn it back on again. <laughs> in French, of course, if you oh, said in French. Um, okay, what about uh, what about Johnny John Boy? Oh, John, uh, tech graphics. Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> Sexy te- tech graphics teacher. Fair play to him. Yeah. Um, let me think of another friend that we have. Hold on a second. Who'd, oh, uh, okay. Let's talk about uh, Paul. Paul Caldwell. Where would you put him? Ooh, accounting. Accounting. <laughs> That's an interesting one. I would have. I would have had him uh, as PE maybe because of how unbelievably physically fit he is. Yeah, but take out like what he does and all that. Just what he looks like. Yeah. He oh, I could see him being a very, very angry business teacher. Oh, business, yeah, business. You know what I mean? Bizarre. Really pissed <laughs> off at someone <laughs> at the back of the class. Um, okay, that's it. That's my that's my survey Excellent. done. <laughs> I think you make a good German teacher. <laughs> yeah, I did German in school actually. Yeah, there you go. Uh, is it the mustache? Is that <laughs> um, what? So that, what time does school start? At nine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my drum kit isn't on. I can't do it. Um, right, will we get on to the news? Yeah. <laughs> were you or were you not watching the uh, Eurosong contest? Oh, song for Eurovision. Has the Eurosong contest always been on the Late Late Show? Has that always been how that's done? Oh, for ages, yeah. Oh, is it, yeah? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know what was happening when I saw the, um, the highlights of it. Uh, I didn't see anything else other than the fact that uh, this young lady, Bambi Thug... Sorry, not the young lady. Um... Is it gender gender neutral um, person? They, I, I'm never getting this horribly. No. <laughs> <laughs> so Bambi Thug basically won uh, the Eurosong yes. and is going to be representing Ireland. What are your thoughts? <laughs> He's pausing the video. <laughs> <laughs> it's still going to be going out in the podcast. Yeah, I um, know, but I'm talking. I can't switch the camera. All oh, right, okay. So what what are your um, what are your thoughts? I think as a song. It's not great. Yeah. But as a Eurovision song, it's very good. It's probably going to win it. <laughs> it has the potential to be... And I think that's what people are forgetting. Yeah. Because the way the Eurovision's gone now, randomly, um, a good song wins it. Yeah. But it definitely is a good performance that wins it. And something like Quirky. So remember there, uh, Lordy won it, obviously. Yes. Then that weird one from, was it she Slovenia or something? Well, I don't remember that one. With now. the red cheeks and stuff and those oh. things playing around. All right. she won it. And then occasionally there's epic songs that win it, like Euphoria in 2012. Oh, did that win the Eurovision? That won the Eurovision. Get out. So you have to Good think, n- like, some of those songs on the late, late, small little stage, small little production. Yeah, it doesn't... But you have to multiply that probably by 50. What's it going to be like on a massive stage? And I think, like, you think the stage goes dark and uh, she comes out and she has the other people there as well because mm. there's a, I think it's like a maximum of eight or something you can have on stage in oh really yeah. okay and then you know you have to get a good light shown and sometimes the songs and I think I think Brooke fell down on that as well the great song you know she sang it well and all that but the production level just yeah, yeah. you go boom where you look back when Euphoria won it in 2012 or your man that played the violin from Finland he was really good as well oh yeah um, they were like massive like and if you were walking through the sitting room and it was on you oh, 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 oh what yeah, was that what is that yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly like, you know. there is a bit of the oh my god what is this yeah, kind of vibe I think Gotobin could have could have done well as well oh yeah 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 you know where the other ones they sang them well and there was one act I didn't really get and um, but 
it's not just a good song because we send good songs. Yeah, and, and all nothing that. happens. And nothing happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think this does have a bit of potential. Yeah. Uh, I'm n- I'm not keen on the song either. Not, I I would be into some not really that style of music, but I'm into yeah. metal. So I'd understand uh, listening to something like that, and I could figure out. But have you um, seen her actually sing, like singing a song? No, she's got an amazing voice. Oh, does she? Yeah, yeah so you can like proper proper sing. Like. And so, well, there's a little bit of singing in that song though as well, yeah. isn't there? A little tiny bit, but um. Yeah, look, I I think it has potential, but and it's, it's, it's quirky and it's different. And yeah, it might do something. Yeah, and in fairness, it's Eurovision at this stage. Do we really care that much? No. We're going to do a Eurovision think. special, will we? Yeah, <laughs> because it, a watch along. <laughs> it came on the late late. Remember, there used to be uh, the voice. Was it the voice? The voice of Ireland. Was that it? Yeah, it was where where, where the Ireland, winner yeah. went to the Eurovision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's where Mickey Joe Hart came out of. Oh, what a song! Yeah. We are the world, and his performance yeah. was quite epic too. But Brilliant! If that didn't win it or do well, yeah, well. look, it doesn't matter. Like, I think the best Ireland can hope for, unfortunately, is to be in the finals night. Yeah, we yeah. have made the finals night, ladies. Yeah, we need to just be in there, really. And yeah. I think that will get in. Yeah, yeah, I think it will. There's people talking about the fact that it's there's a lot of paganism in it, and and actually, sat- Satan, uh, yeah. s- satanistic or s- satanic. Um, visuals and stuff. Yeah, people love that. They do apparently. Yeah. yeah. So it it might actually it might actually go through. But if do you don't remember, um, I am the voice of the wind and the pouring. Oh, yeah. So there's there's a lot of pagan stuff in that's in that. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of pagan kind of uh, not imagery, but the lyrics, especially yeah. within that song as well. And where you see you when know, she wanted it was just it about it being a song and it was voting and all that. But now like the different votes and different countries and countries voting for sure because there's so many countries in it now. Yeah, that certain like kind of acts or the way songs sound doesn't transfer all the way across Europe and stuff. You see, yeah, yeah, I think yeah. that's that's the issue. Like, because yeah. if you look at like I know Poland or Lithuania and those countries, vastly different to what they'd listen to maybe in Romania. I mean, if you go on, I'm sure you go to Romania. There are probably like acts that are like number one in Romania. We've never heard of them. Yeah, and start and then probably France and all that are different. And Italians, I think they're more like real like epic kind of singing and songs and there's artists that you've never heard of that are big in Italy it's just the way it is yeah 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 Um, it's interesting I think once Australia got into the Eurovision that was the end of it for me really and Iceland Uh, yeah yeah ding dong well I mean they're, they're part of Europe though aren't they they're not part of the EU Iceland is that right am I right in saying that no I think they're up there on their own I don't know no I'm pretty sure they're part of Europe well they're not in the Euros are they Iceland are yeah (gasps) what are you talking about yeah, they're in the Euros. Should sure they did the whole clapping thing at the Euros? Anyway, not, not the World Cup. No, it was. The, oh, could have been the World Cup actually. Yeah. Oh God. Well, this podcast isn't known for facts, so let's uh, let's move on to our next one. Jeez, we opened Pandora's box there at Eurovision, <laughs> didn't we? Um, so good luck to Bambi Tug, uh, and we will see you for our Eurovision special whenever that yes. is. Um, it's May, isn't it? Is it May? Well, you know more about this than me. Um, so, after rowing across the Atlantic for 42 days, Wicklow Brothers, Eamon and Andrew Breen, finished their over 4,800-kilometre journey in a boat named Rory, <laughs> as a tribute to the late brother. Oops, okay, didn't mean to make fun of the name. Um, they arrived in uh, Antigua yeah, to an emotional reunion with loved ones, finishing 13th overall, 3rd uh, in pairs, and 10th in the men's class. The duo faced um, sleep deprivation, rowing position, loss and near capsizing the brothers have expressed uh, despite it was a tough journey it was often scary the experience was totally worth it would you do something this absolutely nuts in a boat that size little small boat but it was a race though was it yeah it was yeah yeah, yeah. Down the road, like not, com- not completely Damien I mean, Brown no 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 not like that but it's still the thoughts of being out there and in a little boat 4,800 kilometres from where to where uh, from Ireland uh, to Antigua oh Antigua yeah, yeah, great bunch of fellas there now. <laughs> the O'Shaughnessys. <laughs> um, it's a hell of a journey. Uh, you'd be absolutely in bits. And uh, were they like one person rowing and alternating? Was there two people rowing? You're asking me about this story like it's more than I've I, I read the title on La- Lad Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, basically. Right. But it's just the fact that they they rowed that amount. They rowed, w- rowed in, Rory all the way. In for- <laughs> Nice. In 42 days, they managed to do 40... 800, sorry, 4,800 kilometres. Think of the blisters. Oh, you'd be in bits, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. uh, but I wonder, did they do... Bone blisters, would, hand blisters. Would you have to do, at night time, would you have to go one person rowing for a certain amount of hours, let the other person sleep, other person row for oh, a certain yeah, amount of hours? Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know whether it's like four rows or two rows. be interesting. 
Because if it's four, then there's two people rowing the whole thing. How would we do it? Say me and you now, right? We just decided, feck life, we're getting in a boat and we're gonna we're gonna row to America. How would we do it? Would we go all together until night time, and then one of us has to endure the night time first of all, and then the other one can sleep? But and we take it in cycles. I then. think if you, oh, like so, like nobody's rowing. I, someone has to be rowing the whole No, day. you'd end up in fecking, as you say, in Iceland yeah. <laughs> if you stopped. <laughs> so someone has to keep an eye on that. Yeah, but like, would you be taking it in shifts all of the time then? How would you How would you alternate that? I don't know. How hard is it to row? It's pretty in the fe- ocean. Pretty fecking hard, I'd imagine. That's what I'm saying. So th- would it take, is it take like, are you on the left row and I'm on the right row? <laughs> are we rowing? Oh, Bertie's asleep again. I'm going in circles. <laughs> <laughs> Synchronized rowing? <laughs> we have to do just big circles until we get to America. Um, no, I would... I would imagine it'd be two oars. two oars pulling backwards. Okay. So, so when so you're pulling, I'm dreaming. And then when you're you dreaming, I'm pulling. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how it looks? Phrasing, Bertie, phrasing. Yeah. Uh, yes, when you're asleep, I'm going to be pulling away. And when you're asleep, or when I'm asleep, you're, you'll be pulling away, yeah. Huh. That's what I think, anyway. But look, sure, we could be proven wrong. It could be a situation like uh, Paul was talking about on the I Would Cycle 500 Miles uh, episode where he talked about sleeping small little stints and then getting oh up and yeah. going again, that type of way. Um, so we must look into that. I think we just go asleep and hope we float to where we want to go. <laughs> and no matter where you end up, it's like, oh, this is exactly where we're two, going. Two <laughs> Egypts end up in South Africa, <laughs> eaten by a shark. Um, all right, anyway. So the next and last piece of news is about a used car salesman from Dublin. I don't know if you heard about this. Um, so he claims he was fired from his job after bumping into one of the company's directors while he was on holidays. So Mr. Malone... Uh, let me just get this a little bit closer, told the Workplace Relations Commission that despite asking for holiday approval three months in advance, his boss uh, wanted wanted a full staff that weekend. He said the holiday was booked and paid for uh, by his wife, so the team agreed to see what they could do, but refused to meet with Mr. Malone again to discuss it. So when he returned from his holiday, someone else was sitting at his desk and he found out from revenue that his employment had been terminated with no warning and no meeting. In the end, he got a 12,500 uh, settlement out of the company. What What do oh, you think? You're going on a good holiday then. <coughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, he came out the... the but it's things like bosses too, right? So you've submitted your vacation time and it's been signed off. Yeah, but his hadn't been signed off. He didn't get confirmation on it. He just sent it in they said nothing. So, at the same time, they're in the wrong for not replying to him. Yeah, and well, he should have chased it up too, shouldn't he have? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure. Again, I only read uh, Lad Bible. <laughs> Need <laughs> <times>. more details. <laughs> um, but this is the fun of, of doing the podcast. Um, whether, yeah, it was a case of he didn't chase it up or not, or yeah. I don't know what the story is. He, there must have been something, obviously, from him, because he's after getting the settlement. Well, I know you're different because you work for yourself, but like mm. in work, like I submit it, and then I get an email saying it has been received. <laughs> and then you have to wait for the email to say it has been approved. Or declined. Has it ever been declined for you? Uh, no, no. We're pretty sound where I work. So. They generally don't, yeah, no, yeah. No, yeah. As long as it's not clashing with something. Like, <coughs> good companies and good managers and stuff, is, uh, it won't be declined, really. It, it never. Yeah, but sure, they, they have to just kind of work around yeah. it, would they? Now, I know some people, depending on what um, business you're in, obviously, in your contract, it would say at certain times of the year, if it's busy, you can't take all this. But you know that ahead of time. Yeah. So if you go to book it, where it says not to book it, well, then that's your own fault, isn't it? Um, so you've never been caught in any sort of a, a workplace kind of uh, dispute like that? Have you ever no. r- requested something and it's been denied? No? No. Pretty sound. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you see the thing over the weekend? It was uh, a boss that turned up at his uh, employee's door and basically the, the employee had called in sick that morning yeah. and he rang the doorbell and he was like, uh, I need you to come in. If you don't come in, then you know we can't do this job and we're losing a load of money. Yeah. Um, and your man was like, "But I'm sick. I'm sick in bed." And there was a bit of a dispute back and forth between like people going, "The boss shouldn't have done that to his employee." Blah 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 blah. And then there was a load of people saying, "Your man, uh, first of all, he doesn't sound sick, and second of all, just get up and go to work." You know. Yeah. Well, it depends. Obviously, if he is actually sick, well, then that's different. Well, yeah. But I think though, if you're calling sick. Like, once it's only, like, once every so often, it should be taken that you are sick. Yeah, yeah. And you're left off. And then if a company is busy and it can't survive without one employee, well, then that's bad management of the company. Yeah, it's pretty bad management, yeah. And uh, and turning up at the door as well is something oh, else. Oh, yeah, you don't do that. That's that's Once once they're not at work, they're not really to do with you. 
Yeah, yeah. And they're entitled to sick days. I can't see a lot of that ever happening in Ireland, some of that stuff, though. Yeah, that but was, maybe, Eng- that maybe was England. Does. Maybe it does. That was know. in England, that was. Um, so unsound of them, in fairness. But yeah, there we go. That's it. Um, will we move on to our topic? Yep, let's, let's do it. Let's do topic. So the topic today is what um, I thought we might do is uh, basic life skills that you should know. And yeah. maybe a lot of people don't know. Yeah. So there's obviously a lot of young people coming up now. Um, did they learn the same things that we've learned? Are the tips we can give? What should you know to really get through your life in order not to have to pay someone to come and fix things? Right, okay, okay. <laughs> now, when you look up like basic skills, obviously we're not talking like, um, I don't know, communication, punctuality, <laughs> things like that. We're talking more like practical skills. So I'm guessing what happened today was you Googled Basic life skills and yes. punctuality, punctuality and, and <laughs> communication. You, know. you got the same stuff as me, basically. Because to me, to me uh, basic life skills are like practical things, and we'll talk about them then and see what ones we can come up with. Okay. Well, can I give you my little? I, I got a little nice little picture that I'm, I'm going to work off, and I, I think this is kind of this is coming from a parent's point of view as to what they should be teaching their kids before they leave home. Yes. All right. So um, the very, very top one up here is basic first aid. Yeah, so that's a really big one. So that's very important. And there's actually on the news earlier on and um, um, they were talking about because uh, a brother, although the brother was paramedic, right. uh, saved the uh, sister. Right. Uh, because she had uh, issues with the uh, heart or something and managed, and they're just saying how important it is because People kind of think like, oh, I'll never be able to do that. But doing some kind of CPR is better than no CPR. That's what people are saying. And even now, they recommend that you don't even do the two breaths. It's basically just compressions. Oh, really? Yeah. So if if you can't do the breaths for whatever reason, um, if you're not comfortable doing it, or you don't have the face shield or whatever the case may be, do your compressions. And keep doing your compressions because what you're trying to do is you're trying to keep blood going around. So pumping the blood for the heart because obviously the heart isn't working right yeah you have to keep it going and pumping it around the blo- uh, the body because uh, certain things can survive without blood supply but if the blood supply to your brain ends well then you end that's it yeah and that's it and the defib is obviously important the defibrillator but the defibrillator only works in a certain um rhythm of the heart mm-hmm. and it'll assess it so sometimes it might even be able to help it right okay but uh you put on your patches and the defib talks you through it and it'll tell you when to stand clear and all that and it'll tell you whether shock is advised. If it's not advised, it'll tell you to continue compressions. Like, they all talk to you. Yeah. Very um, sound. So it's important to get that uh, as soon as possible and it's handy to know where your nearest one is <laughs> at all times as well. There's a couple of in Boar's Mill around, one at McAvoy's and one over the pitch as well. Um, now I don't know where your nearest one here is. Central, just across the road. Oh, excellent. So it actually happened that... I don't, you were, We were doing a podcast one evening, remember? And... Up at, at the um, the Thai restaurant up the road there oh, at the top, oh, Camellia. There's a man who's passed out in the street. Yeah. He just kind of dropped, and there was someone spray. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot, maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. 
ChumbaCasino.com/slash/acast. Linton down the street with that defibrillator. Yeah. Oh yeah, you see, so it's handy to know where it is. Yeah, yeah. And then also, um, you know, you might break someone's ribs, but I, I feel like if someone lives, yeah, it's worth it. They're not going to blame you for breaking the ribs. Nah, nah, nah. You get over a broken rib now, in yeah. fairness. Now, that is obviously CPR, but uh, first aid in general, being able to um, know how to do a sling, how to bandage up someone. And if you go do a first aid course, what you do is you get comfortable in seeing things. Yeah, yeah because, that's the thing, yeah. yeah and <laughs> then you kind of kick in to know what to do. Instead of someone said, oh, I'm after a break my finger, and you look at the finger, and, oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you pass out, because yeah. that's not going to help anybody. <laughs> yeah, but it is, it is, in fairness, broken bones and fingers yeah, are You're gross. not really... You're you're really only trying to patch up a situation, I suppose, for want of a better phrase. Yeah. Until you either get proper medical attention, the ambulance come, or till you get to hospital. Mm. And those little moments of patching up a cut or wrapping up uh, an arm that's dislocated or collarbone broke, like you don't have to need to know what exactly is wrong. You don't have to need to know whether to move it. To or or not move it. Or the not case move it exactly. And also always remember to. In you, when you go into a situation, always check your surroundings first. Right. Because you don't want to become a victim as well. Right. That's, that's the important thing. So, like, uh, you know, it might be an accident. Is it safe to go in? Is there power lines down? You know, is there anything on the floor that might hinder you um, giving attention to somebody or anything like that? So, always make sure that's, that's the first thing important too. So, first aid. Yes. Uh, right. We'll get on to some of the other ones. Sorry, I went on a, on uh, a <laughs> If we're going that long and every one of them, then we're screwed. Um, so, how to budget and pay bills. Yeah, we should have learned that in school. Huge. Uh, this would have been amazing for me um, yeah. because I did not have a clue how to budget. Yeah. Not at all. Now, did you do accounting in school? Or I did, yeah. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. Um, I did it from first to third year and then I did bizorg. But, like, the thing is, in normal maths class, Right, so I love the area and volume kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And the reason I love the area and volume is because you knew why you are doing it. Yeah. To me... Yeah, there was a reason behind it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I know there's a reason behind other things if you go a certain direction in life, that's fine. But I think it would have been really handy, and I know maybe it's not to do with maths, but it should be because obviously in some uh, schools you mightn't have accountancy or you mightn't have biz or business organisations. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever. The so work. maths is really the only place that would probably fit in hmm. and say how you um, look at your... Um, your tax is taken out, how to calculate oh, it, why it's like that, yeah. you know, and things like that. And then even like applying for things and how to fill out things and banks and what APR is and what is like all these interest rates and all that. Yeah, they'd be handy to know all that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's so many kids going out there. I was one of them who just didn't have a clue how to do that. It was the money would come in for your week's work. It's like, yes, this yeah. is the amount of money I have to live this week. Yeah. You know, and it just doesn't work that way. Because you, you can't ever it. really depend on your employer to always have a right. You should That's always know if your wages and stuff is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what you have to pay and what you don't have to pay. And then being able to say, well, I have insurance coming out and put money aside for that. Uh, like local property tax if you own a house and, you know, um, bills and all that, you know. Mm. Budgeting is important. I'll get your opinion on this one. Uh, not everyone, uh, depending on their uh, on their persuasions, would feel that this is important. But one that I definitely feel that would be important is how to put on a condom. Um, I feel for all young men out there that... Oh, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, clearly there was good education. Yes, from no, I know, Scotty. You, like, you don't have to, to put your pants back on. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I just want you to, I didn't know you had them on I you. I just want you to show me. Um, so I have two kids. Was that it, is it? <laughs> <laughs> don't say it like that. Um, so I have two kids yes. and you have no kids. No. So one of us clearly got good education <laughs> coming out of school <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> and the other one didn't. Um, now, our, our sex education in school, do you remember that? We had something in like sixth class. I remember sixth class. Some video yeah. at that stage was 20 years old. So <laughs> Yeah, and everyone was like, <coughs> look at that, look, look, look. But I'd say it's easier to find out that information because I'm sure there's a YouTube Nowadays, video. Yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah, there's probably a TikTok on it, for God's sake. Yeah. Um, it's important, but at the same time, I don't think the importance, uh, stressing the importance to young, well, to young people in general, about why you do that. Yeah. It's not fully, like, it's they don't fully understand what doing that does. No. And all of a sudden, you have a baby and, you know, your girlfriend's pregnant or, you know, you're the, the you're the, you are the girlfriend and you have this amazing uh, life just thrust on you. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, you know, then you have to learn how to, 
uh, do CPR, <laughs> then you have to know how to <laughs> pay well, your bills. Well, baby CPR is different out to human. Oh, I know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just you just go straight for the defibrillator. <laughs> um, Car battery. So yeah, I think that's that's a, a super important one. Now, here's one. Oh, so we're not going to tell people. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you get the banana out. You'll Sh- figure it out. Tune in next week. Um, <laughs> actually, uh, do you eat cucumber at all? Yeah, like it's it's cucumber just sandwich. it's just the opposite of taking the cucumber <laughs> off basically the plastic off the cucumber. Um, Make sure you pinch the top to get the air <laughs> over. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, come here to me. The next one: um, how to study. Now, when we were in school, this is probably more important. Yes, but this is the thing, and I, I'm I'm big in this. Being a being a, a teacher of sorts, uh, I'm I'm big on when you leave. I want you to be able to know how to do what I want you to do when yes. you go home. Like, um, so, and I don't think we were ever taught that in school. We were told go and study. Yeah. So, like the way I would have just read over things again, mm. but that's only memorizing. Yeah. 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 You're wrote, wrote learning. Like, yeah. You're not actually taught how to study it yeah. and, and how to put things. I'm I'm pretty sure I still don't know how to study. <laughs> in fairness, <laughs> I'm still just reading stuff until it goes in, bashing mm. it into my head. But that was never something that I was taught. So. With with the result, I would say that, you know, I, I wouldn't r- read an awful lot. Yeah. I would kind of shy away from reading a little bit. Well, most of the, um, um, like when I done the S&C, that wasn't exam based. Right. So you done like uh, assignments every month, a project every uh, third month, and then you done a thesis at the end. Uh-huh. So that's how I'd like to do. So you go off and you learn your stuff, and then you prove that you know it yeah. in that, like whether it's... um. Uh, writing it down the way uh, you think it should be, quoting research, you know, looking up things and things like that. And that's how I learned. And I remember a lot more of that from the S&C than I did from reading things in school. Absolutely, yeah. And then you're taking notes in school. I don't know, they probably have all laptops now typing it. Some, yeah. Some and then some. some teachers, I don't know if you remember Miss Higgins, and she used to r- talk real fast. Yeah, and yeah. you'd be like writing really, really quick, and then you go home that night and you're like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> and it's what? Yeah, she was way too fast to talk, yeah. wasn't she? First, that Galway girl yeah. talking to the Galway. Um, right. Uh, okay, so let's. There's a load of them there. There's how how to grocery shop, how to um, it's basic home and car repair maintenance. Car stuff would have been handy as well to know how to yeah. change a tire, all that sort of jazz. Well, they have that in America, was it like auto shop or something? Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. So it's important to know how Driver's to change a tire. Driver's head or something, isn't it? Change your tire is most important. Knowing where to put your coolant, know where to put your oil. First of all, know where to put the jack when you're actually jacking up the car yeah. is super important as well. Because there, is, underneath there is a little ledge under there that's yeah. meant to be jacked up on your jack yeah. point. Absolutely. Um, make sure you uh, loosen the nuts first and then jack it up. Yeah. Against the, the friction of the, the, the wheel being against yeah. the ground. Now, yeah. uh, some of them are put on with um, the gun in um, car places. Yeah. So what I do is you get the lever, you put it on, and I end up standing up on Stand, it. Stand, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Let and your body weight bring it down. bounce on it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes, yeah. and then it goes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there is such a thing as a lock nut as well. So there's probably a little special uh, thing in your boot beside your tire yeah. that takes the lock nut off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. no one steals your rims. Yeah. Um, what about what else in the car there? How to put the washer fluid in? Yep, is yep. A pretty damn basic one. Yeah, fine you enough. can see that there. Yep. How to open your bonnet? I think is the first thing. Oh, yeah, <laughs> actually, you're not just spraying water <laughs> at the hood. Now I will let people off a change in bulb because in newer cars it's ridiculously hard to change. So the bulb hard in newer cars. Some of them. Well, I mean, YouTube and Google are your friend. In fairness, but yeah. uh, the new one I've I've a Mondeo there and. You have to take the whole headlamp out oh, yeah, in order to yeah. put the, the thingy in, which is a bit of a pain in the arse. Everyone has a different one, but you can if you can Google it, just yeah. Google it. I had a Passat that had these halogen bulbs in, and oh, God, there was yeah. this little clip, and literally you had to get like a mirror and put the mirror down to be able to see where the clip was. No way. Because you couldn't fit your hand, so you had to do it like through the mirror with the pliers. Yeah. Oh, it was ridiculous hair. And then you had to you had to go on to Google and try and like, buy a little Chinese child <laughs> to come over and do it for you with those little hands. Um, yeah, some of that's ridiculous. Hard. Is there anything in there you were saying? Coolant, um, how to put your oil in, how to check yeah. your oil is another one. Yeah, and know what your lights on your dash mean as well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because they will come on if yes. you ignore everything. Um, the, I think the, the having regular with the car, especially having regular, like say after, after 10,000, yeah. is changing the oil. And check your tires. So when you check the tread in your yeah. tire, don't believe the outside tread. Yeah, yeah, good. Make sure you check the inside because your wheels might be uh, off alignment and might be really worn inside. Mm-hmm. And you don't realize that because from the outside tread, they look okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get away with it basically with the guards. 
on the outside tread, <laughs> <laughs> but you won't get away with it yeah. in life. Um, so within the house, within the household, yes, I think the obvious one that you know all the jokes are about is changing the light bulb. Changing the light bulb. Yes. Two different types of light bulbs. Yeah, you're screwing and you're push and twist. Push and twist. Um, and yeah, you know how to do both of those, obviously. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember with pride when I changed my first light bulb. Oh, yeah. I was a teenager. Like I, I, I knew <laughs> how to do it. I, I'm not that bad. Like, but is there anything in the house that you think that young people might not be able to get nowadays? I'll give you. I'll give you one in a second. Probably wired a plug. Oh, where? Yeah, where? In the, I don't know how to wire a plug. What are you talking about? What? I don't know how to wire a plug. Okay. I could look at a diagram and figure it out, yeah. but I probably would be stupid enough not to turn off the electricity before <laughs> I do it. <laughs> then I end up with a new haircut. Um, then the filter in the dishwasher. You have to change that. Empty uh, that. I don't have a dishwasher. Um, oh. where, where is the filter in your dishwasher in particular? It's just down the bottom. Twist and pull, and you take out the filter, and there's be bits of food and stuff and all. Just wash that out. Gross. And then you have the lint filter in the dryer. Tumble dryer, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's important, because that could go on fire. Absolutely. And burn down your mill, but you don't want. I said, probably being tent. <laughs> um, and um, then there's also a tray underneath your dryer where water uh, goes uh, from the condensation. So you have to empty that then as well. Yeah. People don't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And then the washing machine on where you put your powder on your liquid because there's different slots. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, oil heating in the house. One yes. that I had to learn how to do um, quite frequently when I when I moved out of home um, and it made me feel great that I learned how to do it was that when you run out of oil that you have to go and obviously top up your oil but you have to bleed the system. Oh yeah, the, for the airlocks. Yeah. Same, same with rads then as well sometimes. Yeah, if yeah. If you have a cold spot on your rad. Bleeding rads. Yeah. Bleeding rads. Yeah. Uh, but people will live with a cold radiator in a house and they just be like, ah, that one doesn't work. Yeah, it's just not efficient. Sure, isn't it? What? Just, yeah. but just go get it fixed. How to light a fire. Yeah, that's a that's a crucial one. A lot crucial of people don't one, know yeah. how to like. Are are we talking about when we're out in the wild and you get two sticks and rub them together, or are you talking about just a general fire? No, like in your stove or your fireplace. Give me, or give me your method. Go. Yeah, well, yeah, you, you get your kindling, so your little sticks. Yeah, and ideally, make sure they're the driest part. Yeah, and make sure they're a little bit broke so that the the flame will get it. If yeah. you have a bit of bark, you can use that because sometimes down the bottom of your bucket of sticks, you'll have all the little bits, you can use that. Yeah, put your bits. fire lighter in, put them on top, give it a few seconds to get going. And then don't pile big sticks on top of that. Put the sticks around it yeah. and then put a little roof on it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, really simple. Yeah, um, Just think like a pyromaniac yeah. and you'll be grand. And don't forget to empty your ashes. Um, uh, I'll give you, when we were, we had we had, a, we had coal. We used to use coal in our house. Oh yeah, we did it years ago too. Growing up. Sticks now, yeah. um, clearing out the fire, clearing out the ashes and then lighting the fire and ours was always uh, a layer of newspaper on the bottom. Oh, newspaper. Yeah, go to newspaper on the bottom and then we'd put put crumb. I used to do, this is my, my specific recipe. Um, I used to crumble up some fire lighters within that... Oh, wow. Yeah, just a little layer of some fire lighter yeah. in there. Uh, and then I used to go with the little kindling on top. Yeah. And then I'd let that kind of go, and then I'd put coal on top of it when it was somewhat lit. Um, have you lit a barbecue? That's uh, more difficult. No, I haven't actually. Have I have never lit a barbecue. Have I have lit a barbecue. Well, in that I have the little tray, and I put the um, lighter up. Charcoal for a barbecue is different to coal for the fire. Just make sure you know that. So you have to, <laughs> yeah. How how do you do that? Actually, that's a good one. I don't know how to do that. How do you like? How uh, do you like that? Mostly just lighter fluid. Now, oh, you <laughs> can get special uh, barbecue fire lighters because don't use the fire lighters you use for your fire because then your food's going to taste lighters. like the yeah. yeah. And don't use the coal you use for the fire either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has to be charcoal. Go forever. And then, uh, so what I use to get, you can get these little balls of like they look like straw rolled up and they're wax covered. Right. And you can light them and put them in. Straw balls. Yeah. And then like <laughs> that, you don't actually cook the food when the flame is on the barbecue. Yeah, you have to let the, let the flame heat. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the heat there. You know, when you see all, all the nuggets getting red. Have you seen, there's these cool little things. I saw a friend of mine had it and um, shout out to Paul. Actually, he was on the podcast as well. He did the uh, the mattress uh, the mattress episode. Oh yeah, mattress boy, um, mattress boy. <laughs> Hi Paul. Um, so he is this little gun thing, which shoots out a flame at the top of it. Oh yeah, just it's like an air pushed little gun thing, and he he just sits with that on the on the charcoal for a few minutes, and then it just it lights. Oh. It's crazy. I love a barbecue. I must, uh, must actually, we must have a little barbecue episode. That'd be a cool one. Oh yeah. Um, okay, so barbecue. Is there anything else around the house uh, that you can think of? What about fuses for, say, if uh, if a fuse or if a trip goes? Yeah. So if you go to your fuse box, you'll mm. obviously see when the 
the trip switch goes. Yeah. So when your power goes, if your neighbor's power is on and it's just you, you've probably tripped the switch, mm-hmm. which means that the circuitry in your house has been overloaded by something. Yeah. And it's tripped it. Yeah. Now a fuse might have gone or whatever as well, so you have to check your fuses. So in the house you have you have screwing fuses you can have. Or you can have pushing fuses. And you have to check what power, because the different power means different things. So 13 amp, 20 amp, so yep. on and so forth. Yep. And it's not the same fuses that go in your car. <laughs> <laughs> They're trying to put them into the... Different paper. fuses. <laughs> and then uh, plugs are also different fuses. Yeah. They're the little round ones as well. So yeah, make yeah. sure you read them and you know that you put the right fuse in the right place. Yeah, yeah. Do you Can you narrow down where the trip is coming from? Uh, well, at home in our thing, so if you put it back up, uh, you just unscrew the fuse yeah. and then try something because all our fuses are named what rooms they're from or whatever. Ah, very good. And yeah. the shower is a new one then as well. So you'll know pretty much. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good way of doing it. Uh, some people won't have a clue how to do that. Um, anything else in the house that you can think of? Let me think. No, always go up in your attic as well. Just make sure everything's okay. Have a little look around, yeah. Have a little look around. You should always know what your attic is like. Um, Jesus, I can't think of anything else. It has to be something to do with water. You can also uh, change your fridge door. Most fridges, they don't realise that you can open them from both sides. It's just a little change on the hinge. I didn't know that at all. So if you have bought a fridge and thinking, oh God, I have to open that now and the wall is on the inside or whatever, you can just change the door and open the door. I didn't know that. Yeah, all fridges, you're able to open it left and right. Holy Jesus. (laughs) Well, there you go. I've learned something (laughs) new today. Um, Yeah, that's pretty much it, really, isn't it? Is there anything else in the house that you think is is crucial? Closing closing windows. Uh, I'm a bit of a devil now, I have to say. Sometimes for forgetting, uh, well, everything, but like forgetting to close a window sometimes before I go out. I don't do it enough where I'm like, I'll go around and check all the windows. Oh, yeah, yeah, you should always check when you're the last one leaving the house. My problem is, right... Um, Close the gates. I think because, um, you know, my, my parents live in the same same place that I live, yeah. that there's always generally someone in the house. Okay. So I've just trained my mind to be like, eh, there's ah, someone there, it's great. There's someone there. <laughs> and then, you know, when they're not there, they come home and they're like, yeah. you left the back door open, what are you doing? <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, I co- have a smoke alarm and a... That's carbon checking alarm. the batteries yeah. in those bios. Carbon monoxide alarm, yeah. What about cutting the grass? You already cutting the grass? Yeah, right on lawnmower. Oh, you do the right on, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I rarely cut it now, but mm. that, that always cuts it, yeah. That's his job. Yeah, pretty Very much. Good. Um, Gardening, you should always have a few tools lying around. A house without any tools is ridiculous. Like, if you have a um, a set of screwdrivers, yeah, maybe a socket set. You need a drill as well. Adjustive spanner, mm. drill. You know, most things, you can do that. Good standing is always good. Circular saw. A hammer. Oh, well, you're going a bit technical now. No, no, no. I, just, <laughs> I use it for, like, cutting the bread in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, you should be able to do the simple things. Yeah. And I, I think, like, now a lot of things, obviously, you have plugs that you can't take off and stuff. Yep. But, like, something Scissors. might work because the fuse is gone on. So your TV mightn't be working. And that's a fuse job. You need a little screwdriver. Sometimes the fuse is in and you can just pop the fuse out. Yeah, yeah. Other times you have to open up the plug, you know. Yeah, should be able to do these things. Uh, any listeners uh, out there that have any um, little jobs that you think are essential that we didn't mention, let us know. Um, yeah. Where, where's, sure my, where's my list? I'm sure there's a million, billion things. All right, let's have a look at your list. Just a quick, quick scan, da- scan down and we can uh, see what's on. Housekeeping skills, basically. Yeah, how to right. clean, yeah, yeah mopping. How to cook is important, of course, as well. Yeah, how to cook. Um, 75, always have a thermometer in your kitchen. It's always handy. Oh, right, okay, that's good Yeah, idea. sticking into your meat. Oh, very good. 75 and above. Sticking your meat. Basic sewing. I don't agree with this. Uh, I don't agree uh, that you need to be able to... No, not to anymore. Uh, now, I, I have sewed uh, stuff back together, all right. Send it into the zipyard at zipyard.ie. Oh, oh zipyard. Oh, here trim, we go. We're trying ga- to get back in another sponsor. Trimgate Street in Evan. Um, Home Repairs 101. Yeah. I agree with this and I don't agree with this. If, mm. if there's something that you feel you cannot do... Maybe you should get someone who knows what they're at to well, do Well, that's it. true as well. Don't be going drilling big massive core holes in your wall uh, if you uh, don't know how well, to do it. Yeah, well, um, you want to hit the studs if you're hanging up something. You don't want to hit any electrical <laughs> wires. That's a, you, you know what? That's a crucial one. Don't yeah. go drilling into any walls Random, that you yeah. don't know what's on the other side of it. Um, and get yourself a stud finder. Um, did, did you ever do the joke with the stud finder where you walk up to yourself and you <laughs> put it in yourself and <laughs> oh, it's found a stud. Um how, oh, look, that's the one I was thinking of. How to unclog a toilet. Yeah. This is absolutely crucial. A plunger. Now, 
what happens do you know how to, how to clear it from the other side you have to find this out in your house as well so not just the toilet from within the toilet to the outside yeah how if your drains get actually yeah you have to clogged. rod the pipes rods yeah you need a set of rods yeah. You can't be calling the plumber every time that the the drain gets uh, yeah. clogged, and then you have the one that has the you know the little brush at the end, yeah. or you have the little scraper at the end. That's the one you yeah. have to know what's so down. So as there. you as you push it, the the scraper's folded in, and then when it stops, the f- scraper will fold down, and then just pull everything out. Yeah, that's yeah. it. It's disgusting, but it's got to be done. Yeah, it probably just has less to be. probably in fucking um, in uh, housing states, but uh, you still yeah. Oh yeah, know. you can tell we're both living in the country. Yeah, um, everybody needs a good run now. <coughs> Uh, how to use kitchen appliances? Yes, that's a given. Yeah. How to deep? Oh, that's a good one. How to deep clean your fridge? Oh yeah. Make sure your fridge is clean. Cause and your microwave. People always forget to clean the microwave. The, that's the other so one. Yeah, gets mouldy. Um, technical skills. How to use calendar and schedule? I think that's a general one. You learned yeah, that in ha- school. How to write. Public speaking. <laughs> They're the ones I was talking about. Yeah. We, like, we, we didn't really. You know what? Public speaking is an important one because there's stuff that comes up in your life, and yeah. even though. Well, I was saying that to some of the girls when we had the, the players meeting down in Longford about standing up and talking in front of people and being assertive like that. But, like, I wasn't great at it until I went to do the sports course, the NCF, and we had an aerobics teacher. And basically every Monday morning, she'd pick someone random to do the warm-up, to do, like, the main phase and the cool-down, and you had to stand up in front of people. And I, I think because I was forced into that, that that probably helped me with, like, being able to stand up and talk in front of people mm. and uh, team talks and all that. Like, you, just, you have to do it. Now, yeah. You have to, like, get yourself out of your comfort zone yeah, and just do it, it. And then it's just practice, really, isn't it? Uh, effective communication. Yeah, look, we know all that. Technology 101. I think there's not a kid nowadays who can't do Technology 101. They're all probably do that better than actually use the oven. Yeah, exactly. Um, how to back up files. Yeah. Um, how to protect passwords. I don't think enough, like... What's uh, what's Forrest Gump's password? <laughs> Was it Forrest one two three four or something? No, one what? one Forrest one. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, make sure that your passwords and I like I learned the hard way in this one. Make sure your password isn't your password. name. <laughs> yeah, password or your name dot your year of birth. Because when we were in college, they were like, just set your password to this and this, and then but automatically you knew every because everyone was born in nineteen eighty five. And everyone knows your first name, so it's just stupid. Just make sure you do random passwords. It's a good idea. Or have a... Is, are they called a keychain? You know what a keychain is? You can use a, a device to, like... Uh, actually, I'm going to actually murder what the meaning of this is. So, right. actually, Damien Scott, could you let me know what a keychain is for your, your passwords if you send in that detail there? Um, how to research. We talked about that. Survival, Survival skills. skills. Oh, here we go. How to survive in your back garden. How to keep yourself safe. Yeah, look, you know what? Uh, common sense. Yeah. Uh, isn't so common like, it's if same. you can take a self-defense course I mean that's excellent if you can um, learn things in case you're ever stuck out like that if your car breaks down like you can do minor running repairs if you're out camping and something happens you need to know as well yeah. as if you know you fall down when you're out um, hiking and you fall down in a big crack and then a stone falls in your arm and you have to cut your own arm off yeah. you know things like that yeah, of course. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say that uh, maybe if you're if you're a teenager and you're living in a town or a big town, let's let's take Navin for example. Yes. To know the trouble areas in your town, know yeah. the areas where you think troublesome stuff is going to be happening, I mean, and in, avoid. In a perfect world, you can say, "Oh, you're free to walk around the town." You just need to keep your head in the swivel. Yeah, exactly, and be aware, be cautious, because there's shit. Happening. Mind your six. Um. Oh. Are you, you're an army man as well we're both in our heads we're both in the army <laughs> I, I used to say I say it to Robbie Kennedy I was like man uh, I, I judge my friends on um, if there were, if a war broke out <laughs> who I could look to my right and I'd know that they'd be in the trenches with me or else they'd be back home like cowering oh, c- behind in case the war breaks out it, just in case the first world war breaks out That's, in the trenches <laughs> yeah so I I have to measure I measure my friends by who I'd have beside me in war um, you're there with me don't worry don't worry um, okay, I think that's that's pretty much everything here. First aid, we're kind of going over stuff that yeah. that was there already. That's okay. Um, Outside for you for electricity. <sighs> make sure you have your candles. Make sure you have your torches charged up. Yeah, yeah. Those little battery lights yeah. and stuff as well. Um, and if you have a fire that's a back boiler, make sure you let the fire die down because without uh, electricity, the heat and pump won't work. You start banging. Good thinking. Good thinking. Right, Bertie, will we get on to And also know if you have a back <laughs> Well, Yeah, that too. <laughs> yes, go on. Um, it's time for the Waffle Game. Uh, yes, let's do it. It's that time you know the name. It's the reason we all came. Find the words that are the same. It's that time to play the Waffle Game. 
Bertie, uh, the first question, uh, I'll give it to you. Look, it's going to go mad scrolling now. Oh, no, you overscrolled. What? You tapped it too much. What day is St. Patrick's Day? Is it March 17th, April 17th, May 17th, or June 17th? March 17th. Yeah, we know that. Um, also, is that a Monday this year, or is it Sunday? It is a Sunday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so a Sunday. Monday oh, off. Oh, I'm after it. We have next Monday off, then. That's right, yeah. I called it. Uh, right, let's move down. In oh, which Jesus. year did the Irish Civil War end, Bertie? Oh, fuck me. Twenty-one, uh, mother. Uh, let's go first. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. <laughs> well, you were on the other side, so oh, you probably didn't geez. know. Shut up, you! I was not. <laughs> There's a reason I live down here. Um, oh, right, I should have looked at these questions. Oh my God, you're making absolute balls of us here. Um, when did the Constitution of Ireland come into force? Nineteen thirty. 32, 34, 38. What are you going to say, Bert? Well, if the Civil War ended in 1921, I'm <laughs> sure we had a constitution by 1926, no? Okay, well, we're, we're expecting that it did end then, so if our last answer is wrong, then that one's also wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, what is the capital city of the Republic of Ireland? Is it Belfast, Dublin, Cork or Galway? Well, people from Cork will say Cork. Of course they do. But it is Dublin. Um, uh, who do you think is going to be the next Ireland manager? Uh, <laughs> Lee Carsley, Neil Lennon, Lee, or Roy Keane? Lee Carsley doesn't want the job. No, he does not. Feck him anyway. Feck Lee Carsley. All right. Oh, in Ireland, no, when are women or when were women given the right to vote? Well, we only had a constitution in 1926. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> all of our history is based off that one wrong answer we gave. Women could probably vote in 1936. Okay, let's say it. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Uh, imagine. It yeah, was yeah. after the suffragette mu- movement, wasn't you it? You wanted to be a geography <laughs> teacher. You better brush up on this now. This is history. <laughs> I know, yeah, but you need to brush up on everything. Uh, 1949, uh, which historical event occurred? Was Ireland was divided into two separate countries. Uh, it's not two separate countries. Feck off. Ireland uh, abolished the monarchy. Uh, Ireland declared itself a republic or gay marriage was legalised. Now, 49. Well, I think we were Ireland before we were the Republic of Ireland. Okay. So do we declare ourselves as a republic, no? Let's try it. No. It's not, it's not gay marriage anyway. We know it's not that. No. So Ireland no abolished monarchy the monarchy. Either. No. No. Was that when, the, is 1949 when the, the lines got drawn? No, they were drawn ages no. ago. Yeah, let's go. With, no, well, no. It has, no, what? I don't actually understand which one it could be. That's very late, isn't it? 1949. Yeah. Well, look, we'll try it and see. But we could have been Ireland and then we became Republic of Ireland. Yeah, maybe. Okay. Okay, let's go with that. Um, God bless anyone listening to this who knows the answer to all these. John would have been brilliant in this. 1916, which rebellion took place to denounce the British rule? Christmas Rebellion, New Year Rebellion, Easter Rebellion, or St. Patrick Rebellion? Easter Rebellion, yeah. Let's do it. Are you sure that wasn't more of a rising than a, a rebellion? Yeah. During the potato famine... Um, which uh, people are questioning that it was a potato famine as well. Oh, really? Yeah, because they're saying it's a famine because there was food, we just didn't have it. Uh, yeah, it was being shipped out of the country. Yeah, yeah I saw that as well. There, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, it was a there was a joke on Instagram, it was like as if you know, Ireland had the choice of eating other food, but we just loved potatoes <laughs> <Yeah>. so much. <laughs> um, during the famine, <laughs> most families emigrated to which country, England, Scotland, Wales, or the USA? Yeah, the USA. You're going to say the US? Yeah, that's for everybody. So that's why everybody has, like, my great-great-grandfather's dog was Irish. Yeah, true. A lot of them would have probably went, oh, no, there's no... The uh, famine ships, they're all set yeah, to yeah. American. Uh, during the Iron Age, oh, God, we're going even further back, which group of people moved to Ireland from Europe? Was it the Romans, Vikings, Celts, or the Tudors? The Iron Age. I'd say it was the Celts. That's Iron Age, isn't it? Okay, let's go for it. The uh, Romans never made it to Ireland. No, there is evidence of some Roman stuff, though, isn't there? The Vikings. Would it have been the Vikings, maybe? They were plundering about yeah, the Yeah, but that was before stage. the Irish Iron Age. Oh, true, yeah. So which Irish city was founded by the Vikings? Uh, Waterford, was it not? <laughs> it's not even in there. Uh, D- Dublin, Dublin. Oh, yeah. Uh, the Pool of Black Water. Okay, let's go for that. Uh, the Book of Kells, a famous script stored in Dublin, is what? A religious book, a book of poems, a diary... Or a historical text? Jeez, that's a good question. I actually don't know how it's in the book account. I think it's... Isn't it St. Patrick's Diary? So it's a historical text? Oh, no, it's, a, it's a diary, is it? Dear Diary, today I really fancy the snake. Well, I don't think it's a, a religious book. I thought it was a historical book, no? Uh, is it a diary? It's about St. Patrick, though? I thought it was a book of poems, but um, okay. look, let's let's go for... So the menu of the Headford. Let's go... <laughs> 
<laughs> Let's go for historical text. Uh, how many of these is there? Is there loads of them? Um, who was Ireland's first president? Douglas Hyde. There you go. You didn't even didn't even flinch on that one. Uh, let's keep going down and oh there we go oh they're going to email us the the uh, answers (laughs) great Um, so which well-known holiday originates from the Irish festival oh we've done a podcast on this Halloween Halloween it is indeed this is Halloween this is Halloween yeah 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 actually you know what that would be a good little uh, thingy there so if everyone anyone that was listening to the the quiz there if you tell us what our our result actually was what our score was yeah on um, the comments on Spotify Okay, will I give you my uh, my shell bomb? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Bertie, did you know? Actually, they're more just did you knows now. Yeah, we're running out of shell bombs. Um, that giraffes are thirty times more likely to get hit by lightning than people. Do you understand why? Because they've got a long neck. <laughs> a big long neck, yeah. Um, uh, there were only five well-documented fatal lightning strikes on giraffes between 1996 and 2010. And they've got two antennas. That's it. They're just made for getting hit by lightning, those boys. Um, but due to the population of the species being just 140,000 uh, during this time, it makes for about uh, 0.003 lightning deaths per thousand giraffes each year. This is 30 times the equivalent fatality rate for humans. So there you go. Do you ever wonder what happens to a giraffe's neck when it's uh, is uh, under anaesthetic? Oh yeah, it gets all flappy. Yeah, you have to roll it up like a yeah, hose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's mad, isn't it? <laughs> and one of those thingies. Uh, we love giraffes in this podcast. Actually, so we've talked about them a bit. We talked earlier um, in the podcast about wrapping things. Right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this isn't this isn't about any body part. But uh, <laughs> so wrap your bananas in tin foil to make them last longer. Right, I didn't know that, no. So, one of the best five-minute hacks that will keep your bananas fresher for a whole lot longer, because obviously you buy bananas and you forget about them, then they go brown and you have to make banana bread. Of course. Uh, Wrap the stems in in, uh, tinfoil to slow down the ripening process and the release of ethylene gas. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Plus, be sure to keep them away from your other fruit to prevent them from going off sooner. So, bananas don't play well with other fruits. They don't. They're bad boys. Yeah. All right, okay. Oh um, shell bombs? Shell bombs. Shell bombs. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.